Welcome, everybody, to the Pixel Classroom Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Reed. Here, we'll talk about everything from education to passion, innovation, X-Factor, pop culture, entrepreneurship, and more. And if you like what you hear, please think of subscribing to us. We would love to have you continue listening and supporting the Pixel Classroom Podcast. And now, let's get to today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pixel Classroom Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Ryan Reed, and this is episode 160. That's right. It actually makes sense that we'll hit on a nice even number to wrap up the uh, podcast for the 2023 year here before we head into 2024. And um, it's actually a little different than my previous ones. You know, usually um, last couple of years, I usually, you know, do a wrap up of the year and I usually give some suggestions of things you should do over the holidays and so forth. But uh, I'm actually going to talk a little bit more a sneak preview coming up here for the next um believe it or not the next month uh to two months of the podcast because i'll be doing a lot of the live streaming here because i'm actually taking a journey yes that's right i am taking a journey it's gonna be magical and amazing yes that's how it is but um i'm actually completely uh heading into the thinking classroom model um many people have probably heard this from my buddies uh che and pav and some other um teachers who do that but of course it's by dr peter Ligidal, um which of course is one thing about you know having the students in the not curricular area but actually you know actually you know learning and understanding and thinking about their learning versus just the normal i want to teach you this i'm going to ask you a couple questions can you uh, give me an answer right cool now can you apply that okay we're good test two weeks um no, no, we're moving on that um, for several reasons, actually. Um, this was something I was definitely uh, looking into uh, probably about October, November. Of course, I heard a little bit from from Che and Pav on a few things, and a couple other teachers had been using this. I ended up finding several podcasts. I found a couple social media groups that have been using this, and a few other ones have just done small areas. And usually it's actually um, math curriculum. Of course, it expands beyond that. Believe it or not, the next people who really adapt this is science, and then it kind of just goes from there. So what is a business technology? teacher do well it's been pretty thing um biggest thing is here as um you know i had my evaluations this year and you know some areas were still doing very well others were needing improvement it was a uh, not a easy school year we had a lot of major changes in administration a lot of other things that happened in community wise and it really kind of uh changed a lot of uh things so as a result i'm changing with them so i am uh going a uh, full thing into a brand new thing i'm actually teaching two new courses this spring uh one's pretty much ready to go and this uh, another one is um actually uh works the thinking classroom model very well about the questions and topics uh using pieces from edu protocols major classroom management and a few other things to really uh make it happen and you know i'm expecting it to be kind of a uh not an easy ride it never is even every time i do adapt new things it's sometimes they go very well sometimes it takes about six or seven tries and sometimes i don't find a success for a couple of years it's kind of just what's happened um i remember a few years ago i really uh, uh hit 
boredom busters, which I still do today um, on a couple things. And I had a couple that worked great, worked fantastic. Um, COVID happened, which kind of took a lot of them away. And I had to turn into a digital form. And I brought a couple back earlier this year and they uh, they had a nice little effect on things. But, um, you know, there was a couple other ones that sadly do not work in because of my classroom space and a few other things in my curriculum. So while I'm looking to adapt them again, it just you know, things change, things finish, you know, as a lot of people say with uh, teachers is, you know, after the first couple of years, they find out what works, what doesn't work, what they do based on students they have, classes they teach, observations, curriculum, and so forth and so forth. And they eventually, you know, find out what is working with students and they try to enhance that and they try some new things that are over that, which are, aren't working and they uh, kind of go into there. So, you know, it works good, but, um, you know, it's for the first time in several years, I've really got to change things. Um, some for the good, some for what they're going to be changed into. And um, believe it or not, something I did here just after uh, winter break started a few days ago is I kind of jumped into about five different books. Uh, I really did, <laughs> including some ones that were actually autobiographies. I was just reading I'm Your Huckleberry by Val Kilmer, and I was uh, just started to make it so by our old buddy, Sir Patrick Stewart, you know, Captain Picard himself. But it was interesting how those two books uh, jumped in with the other ones I did with Thinking Classroom and, you know, Hacking Classroom Management and Discipline, as well as Hacking uh, Mathematical Classrooms, which I've been rereading uh, a little bit by Dennis Sharon a little bit too but they all kind of put in a little bit of you know when you get things and this actually goes back to huckleberry and also make it so is a lot of things both uh stewart and kilmer talked about was how you know you have things that kind of not work in life and a lot of times you just kind of have to figure them out and sometimes we get hit with really huge pieces where we got to just change overnight and other times it's just a slow piece and but the main story is what do you got to do that makes you happy? That's going to be beneficial to everyone, not just yourself. And those, I think, were good messages I read in both of those books there. Um, and that's where I'm kind of going in here. So I've, uh, I'm going into this. What I'm doing is I'm actually doing a new live stream series. I hope to do these uh, every weekend. The plan is actually just after January 5th. I'm hoping that weekend, that first Saturday, I'm going to set it up to do that. I just got to check a little schedule. It'll be on a Sunday. But um, I'm going to start doing these kind of like a Saturday piece um, where I'm going to talk about the thinking classroom models and some of the early pieces too. I'm going to kind of go by chapter as well. A couple ones. Um, first is definitely using the whiteboard and rocket book apps uh, for some of the pieces on that because I'm doing the first parts of it, honestly, that Friday. Um, in two classes and then I'm kind of going from there because we kind of start in the middle of the week not too long after uh, New Year's uh, some schools don't go back into the following Thursday or Friday or some don't go into the following Monday we're going kind of back two days after New Year's so winter break is two weeks and then it's right back to classes um, before we get ready and then a full week before our normal institute weekend over MLK weekend and then you know normal PD from there but um I'm actually going to do this. So I'm going to do the parent. One of the four parts in it is, of course, is uh, setting up the room. So I'm going to have some uh, pictures on a couple other things and then what the plan is. And then the following week is the first parts of it. So I've actually been working with two other of my teachers this uh, last couple of days of finals uh, during our work time because, you know, once finals were done, you know, we were working on meetings or PD or getting grades in here to get everything in for the end of the semester for us before we um, left the building because you know you have to work till contract time just because you're done at lunchtime doesn't mean you get to leave right afterwards so um so i'm going through that and i'm actually getting a couple things ordered here right now i'm trying to get them in before um 
before we get to the main holidays is why we're gonna have a little shipping issues with uh christmas you know we celebrate christmas in this house um just to make sure i get the items um there that i'm going to need to use for the classroom and then get some things classed up because i'm going to probably go in because today day of recording this is believe it or not friday the 22nd so christmas is only three days away um i'm tending to get in there that wednesday or thursday and i'm going to kind of start setting some of this stuff up and get this ready and um get my other lessons believe it or not usually what i do is after christmas i kind of just rest up and then i start doing solo things um in previous years i usually have the first couple of weeks set up um this case i do and then a couple of my newer classes uh, i still got to get things together so my plan is to get the first week uh set up there i have i have an outline so it's not like i don't know what i'm doing the next couple of months it's just uh getting everything set up for that but since i'm going to be doing a push on this with the classroom and then working on a lot of the management and a few other things i'm going to kind of go in there so um it's going to be interesting because you know i have to do some new updates some school rules and policies well they're they're not new they're old they're just being reiterated a little bit more for things to make this work but um you know times come i've been doing this close to 15 years from <laughs> well not quite but more of over 14 years going 14 and a half here um of everything from guy who started out you know recess duty to you know administrator i actually found my old 2014 staff piece from years ago at cls where it said administration and and peace and like there's my am and then of course see that later at jackson and of course later at um stillman valley and then of course you know where i am right now at genoa kingston so it's it's very interesting seeing that journey but it's also you know things have to change you know we we have to change things have changed a lot in the last couple years more than i think anybody was ready to do it from students to teachers to admin to community to education as a whole for various reasons it's i i you can't pinpoint just one it's 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 many many things and people can blame it anything on politics or covid or you know society but the truth is it's many many things and um you know sometimes it's a change for the good sometimes it's not sometimes it's in the middle and the trick is going forward here is to be better so my plan is to not be better for myself but also you know have the kids learn better and do my best to help them and guide them as I've always tried to do on that journey. And it's not easy. I mean, as I say, there's pushback, there's resistance, there's those who want to succeed, those who try to succeed. I think it's the best word to put on for that. But yeah, um, I think it was something different that I would have to go into this uh, new journey in 2024. Um, you know, as I say, change is the only constant universe. As much as we resist change or try to fight it, it will happen one way or another. Um, somebody by outside forces, sometimes by ourselves, or sometimes just the way things move on. I mean, one thing is too, like right here, I mean, I started this podcast, you know, it's hard to believe how long ago I started this. We're going on five years here, coming this late, you know, coming up here will be the you know fifth anniversary of everything, how many episodes I've done. I mean, this is episode 160. That's pretty amazing. I switched to live streaming, you know, things change. I do get a couple people, but you know, I was thinking so many listeners, I just actually just shared my uh, wrap up 2023 on my social media. And you know, it's like, wow, that's amazing when I read all that about how many people listen and stuff. But then I go to my live stream and nobody is kind of there. Maybe I'll get two, three people, but I don't get interactions. Not like when I'm on other um, live feeds or podcasts there from Spider-Man Crawl Space to other ones I've appeared on where it's like, oh, wow, look at all these people. They're talking and they're joking and I can respond to them. And that's awesome. And that's the reason why I went to live feed. And yeah, it's not what it, I thought it was. The truth is it's not been any more expensive or anything else, but it's allowed me to be more visual than move things to the podcast. But, you know, things change. 
you know, I could have done it a couple of years ago. Maybe it might have worked out. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe I would have had that glorious, like, oh, look at all the live feed. I'm so awesome and I'm so amazing. And that's where it kind of goes to what are you trying to do this? And that's one thing I'm really looking at 2024 is getting back to why I do this, why I do the podcast, why I teach, why I do these pieces, why I love building my perler beads, why I, I got back into collecting, why I am a funny person, energetic person that sometimes people just think is too much when the truth is they are just more worried about the fact that they can't maintain it and it scares them. And they're so, you know, I was on one, uh, piece the other day I was listening to, and I think they perfectly said it is when you try to shrink to fit somebody else's um, needs because they themselves cannot imagine themselves in that position for whatever reason, then you've got a problem because as soon as you start doing it, you take a, a bit away from you. And that's definitely something I've definitely experienced over the last decade is how many people say, well, why do you want to be a collector? Oh, why can you do that? You know, you got to be serious about things. You know, uh, you can't do this in, um, or you got to do this. And the truth is, none of those people did that. They kind of learned that along the lines they should have done that. But the truth is, it didn't really work out that way. And even though they've found themselves on the other end of the success bridge, I mean, seriously, they have. They still do things, still talk about things. I mean, there's learning from your mistakes and trying to, you know, have your children or your friends avoid them. But then there's a time where it's just like, no, you just can't do that because of X, Y, Z. Um, and the truth is, you can't just have something happen because that's what you want to happen. You've actually got to work for it or you've actually got to get advice or you've got to do it. As they say, nobody, everybody expects to be the next big hit, you know, sports player needs to be the next big hit, you know, uh, live streamer. And a lot of those people didn't just happen overnight. A lot of them got ever found their niche, you know, found their areas and worked on even the ones too, you know, good or bad who are well known for it. And as they say, it didn't happen overnight. It, it took a while. Um, and you know, it's, it's, and it's not always roses. I mean, um, I, I took him right now too. um, Peter Cullen, you know, the voice of Optimus prime, one of, uh, one of our favorite voice actors outside of several other ones out there, including Frank Elker just got a lifetime achievement award. And he pretty much said himself, he went through so much. His family was with him on those very low times and the high points. And it was quite the journey. And he's very happy, you know, how things have come in the room. I think that was a great message right there that some people think like, oh, wow, you know, this great one thing. I mean, he's in his, you know, you know, 80s and he's been doing all this amazing stuff and he's just iconic and it'll live past him. And the truth is, when it's all said and done, he's in himself. It's like, you know, it wasn't the best. And, you know, sadly, some things you know, happened on the way, but you know, we made it all through, we did it all. And here we are. And thank you all for doing that and supporting me. And I think that's what a lot of people get met. They get, people get caught into giving advice that they think is support. And it's the always classic, well, I'm just doing it to protect you, or I'm just trying to do it so you don't make the same mistakes. And the truth is it comes, you're trying to make your life, my life. And yours actually ended on a good note or has gone well. So maybe, yeah try to avoid that. Like, oh yeah, don't get into that involved thing because that can be financially worsening. You might be right. And that truth is, but there's experience and pieces to do it. But there's always times where, you know, things don't work. I mean, one thing with me here going to, you know, the podcasting and doing the live stream is I spent basically two years before I finally flipped the switch. And there was always an excuse. And a lot of people said, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to do the time? Why are you going to get that? You know, you got to be careful what you put out there in the world now there, you know, people twist your words. And fortunately people twist words a lot more now than ever without even evidence or they do. And they just don't want, they want to look the other way. And it's kind of the time where it's like, you know, what makes you happy? <laughs> what makes you happy? What makes you love, love what you do? 
you know, my, my biggest thing for a long time has been creativity, my family, creating, entertaining, teaching, and just trying to enjoy life in a world that's not always fair and is not always that beautiful. And some people that seems to bother them more. Why? Yeah, there's history. There's reasons why it's just what it leads into that little area too. Um, but I think the biggest one is they don't understand how you can be that way. Not that it's like, it's like the same way too. It's like when you try to understand people who do things that really are not that great or things that just make you question, like, why do you act like the, like, or why do you do those things? And nine times out of 10, they're like, I don't know. I'll just do it. Which, you know, can kind of be a double negative here, what I'm talking about, or a double-edged sword. But yeah, I mean, sometimes it is kind of hard to explain that. But I've always said, too, if I'm not hurting anybody and I'm trying to bring joy and I'm trying to make people's lives better, is that so wrong? And it's not a, and it's not perfect. I mean, everybody is so obsessed with everything has got to be perfect. I mean, even what I'm doing here, this is not perfect. I mean, I spent the money, got the things on and some things they have the cool microphone, the great roadcaster, you know, the great sound equipment, paid my money for other things, do the posters on canvas, spend money, do everything else. Same thing like I do in classroom. It doesn't always work out. Uh, there's no magical thing. I'm not getting hundreds of money. I'm not being streamed by 4,000 people. I mean, honestly, my best episode was talking to a guy I walk, I, I follow on YouTube who does classic video games. Uh, you can be video, video games. I mean, he was my best episode the entire season and that that's how it is. And I have one that's still from three years ago with, uh, you know, you know, you know, Google apps for littles and everything else by Michelle and Jessica. That's still one of my top three episodes. You know, everything's different. Sometimes you really hit the chords and some they don't. Believe it or not, I found out my book recording and my reflections get more hits than I usually do. You know, as they say, not everything you do is going to hit the right notes you think it is. And sometimes it's just a lot of work on things. And, you know, we all got to work our way through it. I know right now I'm in a better place than I was three years ago, but I'm also in some uncharted territories where I'm scared some days. And it's trying to face those fears and move on and try to be better because of that, because of them. So that's what we're going in. So, you know, as I leave 2023 behind, good and bad, like every year. I have to say it's quite in the middle. It's not, there wasn't one more higher than the other. It's very in the middle, very in the middle. And going into the new year, I'm hoping to get a lot more of the good, but I'm also taking a journey, which I'm excited for, a little bit scared. And I'm looking forward to going through it and uh, seeing where it leads. So that's all I have to leave here for the end of the year. So, you know, how do you look at it, guys? Was it a good year? Was it a bad year? Was it 50-50? And what do you have going forward? What's the plan? Or if there is no plan, what do you hope for the best? That's all I can say on those words here. And you can take that as you want it. I hope everybody's great. Thank you for everyone who's listened for the last couple of years. For listen just for 2023, my guests my reviews, the people, the authors. I know you're listening. You'll be listening to probably here as soon as this goes live here. But thank you all for everything and uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us in today's episode of the Pixel Classroom Podcast. Remember, you can find us on our, our social media pieces here, right here in the show notes and the episode descriptions. If you like what you hear, please think of subscribing to us on the various networks of your favorite listening for podcasts. I hope to join you again next time for the Pixel Classroom Podcast.